Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It looks like the opposition parties at Queen's Park are using the police as a political weapon. That seems to be the pattern anyway. Alan Carter writes about it in his blog today. Alan, of course, is uh, the uh, Bureau, Queen's Park Bureau Chief uh, for Global News and also the co-host of Global News at 530 and 6, and he joins us on the Bill Keller Show on CHML. Alan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great this morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you with us again. A great read today. It's uh, called Welcome to Ontario, Now Call the Cops. Uh, you've been hanging around Queen's Park for quite some time. Have you ever seen it happen to the same degree that it seems to be going on now? No, there seems to have been a real ramp up uh, quite recently about it, and it has been become the fallback for the provincial opposition parties, both with what happened in Sudbury and then the data deletion trial that's currently awaiting a verdict that comes down in uh, in January. Both of those cases begin with requests from the opposition to the OPP to investigate. I think you have to have some pretty strong questions about whether that is the appropriate way to, to find out what's going on in the, in the province. And the point I make is that, uh, you know, if you want to get to the bottom of something, calling the cops is not the way to go necessarily in politics. You look for, you know, if you call for an inquiry, perhaps that's the way to get to the truth. But as you, as you point out in the piece today, Alan, and this, this the dynamic has changed here. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it used to be go after them in question period and drill them. And, and there were some people in the legislature for many years that were pretty good at that uh, from the other side of the, of the benches. But uh, now they seem to be wanting to take the short circuit to, to it and simply say, no, 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 we'll just get the cops to investigate it. But there's, there's, a, there's a rationale, I think, to what they're doing here, as you point out in the piece. It's not even about uh, whether or not the, the, you know there was something illegal. The fact that there's an investigation is fodder for them now. Well, sure, because you know you, you saw this in the wake of the Sudbury verdict. You know, the Sudbury verdict was a directed verdict, which is rare in in court cases. It basically, was thrown out, and the conservatives immediately countered when that verdict came down by calling the liberals politically corrupt, and they continued to do so, pointing to the trials not the verdicts, but the trials, as evidence of, you know, ongoing malfeasance. So you can see that really what the judge says at the end of the day is almost irrelevant in the political landscape when you're trying to push a narrative of saying, well, this party is corrupt. But they've tried that in past elections. They tried that with the gas plant thing with the McGinty government. Uh, They tried to hang that on Kathleen Wynne and say, well, she was around the cabinet table. Uh, you can argue whether or not it was successful. The numbers indicate that it wasn't because Wynn won that election, as it turned out. But it's still a tool they seem to want to go back to time and again. Well, the difficulty for Wynn this time is that in 2014, she successfully positioned herself as an agent of change within her own party, an agent of change within politics as whole as a whole. She doesn't have that option this time around. You know, now, this time around, change is scary. Last time it was, you know, I am change. So it's a different kind of play for her now trying to get, gain a, a re-election. Um, but the, the corruption stuff, remember that, especially with, with Sudbury, that reaches right into her inner circle in a way that none of the gas plant thing ever has. This is not a new phenomenon. As, as I read your piece today, it, it threw me back to, I guess it was 2005, late 2005, the, the federal election that year. Uh, and uh, the, the RCMP got involved in that election, as you recall, Alan, right near the, the dying days, just around this time of year, around Christmas time. 
Uh, NDP uh, member Libby Davies asked the RCMP to investigate whether or not uh, the finance minister was leaking information about changing income trust laws. And uh, and Zaccarelli, the commissioner at the time, remember, went public and said, we're going to launch an investigation. Of course, they went crazy in Parliament and said, you guys are being investigated. She didn't mention the fact that the RCMP are doing it because you asked her to. Uh, but that was the political tool. And uh, I don't know if it turned the election around, but it was certainly a factor that time. Well, absolutely. And, and, and your memory is absolutely, you know, it's long, uh, just like our teeth are getting long, I suppose, <laughs> Bill. Uh, but you're absolutely right. So it has happened in the past. And I think that what, especially now, is as we move into this sort of, you know, really, you know, shooting war. We've had the phony war. We're starting into the shooting war come the new year in the lead up to the election in June. So now I think we have to take extra scrutiny with our police services and also extra scrutiny with the requests for them to intervene. Because I think I think we have to ask ourselves the question, does that serve democracy? Does that serve the greater good that we're calling the cops, that we have these politically requested investigations? And remember, in Sudbury, when, you know, those two were, uh, you know, uh, acquitted, their lawyer said this was politically motivated. These charges and this prosecution was politically motivated. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.